This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Army. All voices, including those of the host, Loose Cannon and Baco, were impersonated. Now get your rock and your balls ready for another cocktastic episode of Cobras and Fire. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Kennett. I am joined, as always, with the Apple Buzz Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, and uh, I, I assume you're talking about the uh, special deal going on at Applebee's all week, all month long, to sp- spike DWIs around the country where they're selling uh, <laughs> Long Island iced teas for $1 every day, all day for the month of December. Check Applebee's.com to see a location near you. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess it's it's probably some kind of deal to to raise tax revenue. Yeah, just just tickets. You know, they're brainstorming at the local police departments. (laughs) Go ahead. Could you guys sell maybe Long Island teas for a buck? They split the revenue with them from the Dewey's. yeah, well, and then they just got lawyers just lined up outside for, to do that <laughs> to get people out of D, just handing out DUI cards. I mean, it's 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 yeah, a, it's a revenue amazing. This is almost better than the uh, the uh, Republican tax plan. What do you say? Yeah, well, it definitely is. Uh, yeah, you got instead of a cab stand like like out of an airport, you have like police cars just lined up watching people. <laughs> you got somebody in Applebee's kind of yeah, this guy in the green jacket, uh, yellow escort, get him. That's right. That's <laughs> He's right. He's had six in two hours. 
So yeah, so well, let's. Um, and I just want to just before or we hey, maybe maybe what? it's a, yeah. a deal with Uber. It might be. I mean, all these things are, are definitely related. I, I see, you know, the 1% rule at all, and the CEO of Applebee's is definitely the 1%. What do you say? Must be. Oh, yeah. But but no, I, I can just imagine going there that, um, well, you went there today. So what what was the uh, what was <laughs> it like? Describe the setting. No, oh, I didn't God go to Applebee's it. today. Come oh, on. I like fucking, how good can a, a, a Long Island tea at Applebee's be if it's a buck? <laughs> Well, here's what I imagine it though: okay. is that there's people just all lined up like a like a trough, <laughs> and a, like pigs pigs at a farm, and they've all got their like mug out, and there's just this guy with a big trash can with a with a with a with an oar, just just like just like stirring it up and just picks it up and just like pours it on the maybe, bar, and people just like get as much like as a, they can. A giant trash bag, and he clips the corner. And <laughs> That's right, he just whips it out. <laughs> I didn't get my full dollar's worth. Get back over here. <sighs> but man, anyway, so let's get down to the story, the theme, the uh, the purpose of today's show, and that is we're going to honor uh, to- the late great uh, Malcolm Young, uh, the recently passed. That's correct. It was, so this episode is called "In His Honor: Rock Balls." <laughs> yes. Now I have. Um, I lost my note, and I finally found it here. I was looking for it all day, and thank God I found it. Because true story. I went. Huh? What? Is that a true story? It is a true story. <laughs> you might want to save I, that one for the grandkids. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> true true story. I lost a note, and that is that I want to do an over and under real quick. How many songs by ACDC from the beginning to their last album have the word rock in the title? I'm going to give you a number. Okay. You just tell me uh, above, you know, over, under. Ready? Ready. 20. Under. Nope. Oh. It is exact, it's exactly 20. Now, I'd like to read these off to you. You ready? Mm-hmm. A- and tell me how many of these you actually remember, okay? So I'll go ding if I remember it. Okay. No, let's not do that. That'll be very annoying. This is a long list. I'm just going to rip through it. You just tell me if there's just anything. Just like, dings. Calm down. You, you, anyway, you don't stop. You keep going. All right, fine. Let there be rock. Rocker. There's going to be some rockin'. Rock and roll damnation. Wow. Okay. <laughs> rock and roll singer. Long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And then again, that's with parentheses yeah. in there. Uh, that's the way I want to rock and roll. Uh, maybe. For those about to rock, <laughs> we salute you, parentheses. Uh, rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Hard as a rock. Whiskey on the rocks. That one count? <laughs> I'm, I'm counting it. It's got I'm, rock I'm, in I'm there. I'm saying my under is correct then. Come on, why not? The hard as a rock. A rock is not hard as a rock has rock in it. It's not talking about that's about his dick, not as much on as the just rocks. Rockin'. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. Then that, that, that we'll, we'll we'll push this through. Can't stop rock and roll. And by the way, that do you know that one to begin with? Can't stop rock and roll. No. Okay, it's preceded on the album by can't stand still. So that almost could be a comma in between. Mm, nice. Rockin' all the way. Okay. Rock and roll dream. Not the one that's on the Jim Brewer album that is also <laughs> uh, followed by the song Mr. Rock and Roll on that album. Rock and Roll Train. Okay. Do you know that on that song, this is kind of a, a, a push too, they never say Rock and Roll Train on that goddamn song. I do know that. 
It's Runaway Train. Why would you call it Rock and Roll Train? Are we just not t- supposed to understand that that's what he's saying? Or because it get confused <sighs> with a uh, Soul Asylum song? Loose, loose, loose. What? What? You just don't understand songwriting. <laughs> so, so tell me. Tell me the genius of that, of saying Runaway Train, running off the tracks, and then calling it Rock and Roll Train. You just can't wrap your little tight brain around the concept that the title isn't in the <laughs> song, man. <laughs> no, it's because when you listen to it, he's growls and you can kind of say it's hey, rock and he roll train. He sounded better than he had in twenty years on that record. Fine, rock the house. It actually is a song, and it's not that Run DMC cover. Um, get some rock and roll thunder. Mm-mm. Rock the bl- rock your blues away. If you're going chronologically, I can say I don't know the rest. <laughs> yeah. Rock, rock or bust. Now, just understand, also a fun fact, the fun last fact. two albums have had seven seven rock songs in total. Pretty impressive. Okay. Okay. Balls. How many songs with balls? 17. <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? No. Um, but it's, I think it's, I swear it's five, but let, let me read these down and tell me if you recognize these or not. Maybe I'm missing one. I've got Ball Breaker. Got you by the balls, mm-hmm. big balls. She's got balls. I swear there's another one. Anyway, we also have a theme with ACDC of guns, uh, many songs about guns, uh, dicks, and hell. So those are the main themes. But there, that would be cool. a total of at, at least 24 tracks on the Rock Balls album. And we, we are going to put together. I'm going to put together a Spotify playlist prior to this episode that'll be out there with all these songs. Rock Balls playlist. Yes. Go for it. I don't care. All right. Thank you. What do you got? It's your life, man. What are we doing here exactly as far as how we're doing the songs, picking songs, Buckle? You want to break it down for the listeners? Well, you said uh, we'll each pick our three favorites. So my three favorite will be my three favorite today. There are just too many ACDC songs. This this would change based on my mood. But since I just walked out of an Applebee's and waved on a lift to get here, um, <laughs> I'm going to pick uh, Have a Drink on Me as my opening track.
little chippy today, Luz. Uh, what's on your mind? You, <laughs> something you need yeah, to get yeah. off that chest of yours? Yes. I mean, listen to me. Besides baby oil? <laughs> I tried. I tried to do the awkward pause. <laughs> I, I lost it. Yeah. I, I, we should say after 100 episodes, this is the first time we've actually used the cameras. We're actually looking at each other right now. V- very, very handsome in the morning, both of yeah, us. Are. Yeah, yeah. Don't you uh, think? I haven't even showered. How about you? <laughs> no, hell no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I got big ass white headphones, baseball cap, gl- spectacles. It's amazing. What do you yeah. think? You look good. Oh yeah. Got the little Cobras and Fire in the background. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I have okay. a lot of rope light. <laughs> yes, you do. You You're do. The Cam- your camera's, camera's very blurry. You need to upgrade into an HD, by the way. Well, I would appreciate it. I covering it with uh, tape. <laughs> That'd be part of it. Is that, uh, is that any better or not? Uh, not really. It's really blurry. It's just a stock camera on here. and Yeah, I'm not buying a fucking HD camera for Skype. Okay, fine. And anyway, New York Groove. So it doesn't look like you've actually changed since the last time I've seen you either. <laughs> you've got the same T-shirt you were wearing. Oh, uh, you know what? Amazing. Uh, I'm very. Ba- I, I rotate about five shirts. Okay, good. So other than for I, special occasions, but once those get in the pile, I just start wearing it. I look forward to the same outfit every time. I'll do the same. So, so what's on your here- mind? Yeah, man. So this has been a crazy couple weeks, as usual. Uh, what I've decided Holidays. now, and I think it's. Yeah, not even need to do with that. Well, okay. one thing has to do with it, but but the what I've learned, and I think it's a great lesson for everybody out there listening, is now what I do is I get up in the morning, I stretch, and I just go fuck my life right in the beginning, and I get that, <laughs> and I get that way out right out of the way. So when things happen to me throughout the day, I've already I've already said that. I've already I already realized what's going to happen. What do you think about that 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 life lesson that that advice? If it works for you, great. I, I'm uh, I'm much more positive in the morning. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. I just... <laughs> the birds are chirping. Coffee smells good. No, and then I, uh, yeah. I walk outside and I get hit in the face and I'm like, oh, everything sucks. And then you realize you're going to the same job you have been for 20 years. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, anyway. Are you familiar with the Rotten Tomato uh, uh, scoring system? Yeah, the movie rating thing? I am indeed. Yeah. Your thoughts? You like it? Dislike it? I, I don't really use it, but yeah, it's it's it is what it is. It's, it's a combination of uh, you know people who bought tickets and movie critics. Yeah, so it's just like uh, it just puts everything together. You got your critic score, your audience score. I'm not a fan of it, and I'll tell you why. It just re- in real quick summary is I think it skews people to think uh, that a movie's better than it is. And you know if something's down to fifteen percent, yeah, it's horrible. But imagine if they did that on music. That before you even listen to an album on Spotify or iTunes or in the in the store, you go out and buy the physical store and it has the tomato meter right at the top. Most of our albums would be like <laughs> probably for for the critics would have like a twenty percent rating right there. I'm just saying like immediately off the cuff without you, you even like saying okay this is a critic that I actually know. Like if you if you met a douchebag down the road and he said this movie is great, you would be like I'm probably not going to watch it. But if you said if if I told you to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You'd be like, that's a great movie, right? <laughs> great example. I did fire it up because of your recommendation, and uh, I was really upset. So, <laughs> so you're not going to take my opinion again. But a Rotten Tomato is just a generic score of like three or 5,000 people combined, and it doesn't mean that it's 95% great. It just means that the majority of them gave it a higher than average score. But um, so what do you think? Sucked. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. 
American classic. Kali so Ma. let's go. Let's 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 go to uh, back to the. Would you like to have Rotten Tomatoes expanded to albums when you go look for them? I mean, I don't really care, honestly. I'd, I've never really been a, uh, a record. Re- <laughs> As a guy who writes a lot of record reviews, I've never used them to guide my purchases. Mm, well, a lot of people do. So I will just tell you then what no. I don't. Fine. What I don't like about it, though, is it tells you, it insists certain movies upon you that are supposed to be great. And if you have had a discussion, like I did with my friend, that I did not like a certain movie I just saw, then I am told that I'm a fucking idiot because 95% of people said it was great. That's what I am told. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk about the movie. Okay. There is what I consider the Radiohead of movies, a sci-fi movie called The Arrival. Are you familiar with this movie? I the title it's is it somewhat new? Yeah, it came out uh, either end of last year or beginning of this year. But you know, it has Jeremy Renner. It's got oh, okay. uh, a- Amy Adams, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to summarize it as two boobless waste of you know two boobless hours wasted. <laughs> well, if they're Amy, if Amy Adams are the only boobs available, I think it's best to stay boobless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whoever likes this movie, I think has just been. It, it, this is an example of it. It's a little arty, so it's just enough so somebody says, I gotta say this movie is good. Not because it's good, but because it's just different enough. Just like you said, what did Radiohead reinvent? They reinvent, in your words, uh, very eloquently put, they reinvented mm-hmm. the wheel and made it square. That's right. One and of your it, best lines of 2017. <laughs> it doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it more functional. It just makes it different and <laughs> that somebody has to say somebody's tried something different. You know what? Got to, it? To put that same analogy in the song sense, I, I, a lot of people uh, talk that when they like a song, they, they mention qualities about it that aren't necessarily a quality. They don't mean anything. Catchy doesn't mean good. It doesn't mean bad. It just means catchy. You right. know. So I like that song because it's catchy. Well, do you like every song that's catchy? Because a lot of catchy songs fucking suck. And it's kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, a little different than what you're saying, but I just felt like bitching about that. No, I know. But, yeah, so so in short, I'm just going to summarize this movie to, to, to help our audience out. Again, we're here to help you. We want you to spend your time listening to this podcast, which is much better time spent, let me tell you, than this movie. So if you want to see this movie, if you like watching octopus aliens behind a plexiglass and Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner talking to them with fog and you want to see them just like like make little little ink blots for, for two hours if you want to see Forrest Whitaker frown if you want to see everything in the dark and everybody everybody looking at everybody seriously having no kind of character development ships floating sideways stories about kangaroos it's but nothing but fucking bullshit but I will tell you why I'm bringing this up and that is if an alien came down today and landed and were not the boring, foggy octopuses in this movie, the first thing I would do to show them what rock and roll is is I would play the opening track, Riff Raff, off of If You Want Blood, You've Got It.
So I got I got to tell you, I was pretty pretty entertained by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame episode. Just got to mention it real quick. I, I highly enjoyed the fact that you know Josh suffered the the, the same shame we did in high school with the awkward uh, <laughs> Every awkward boners. Boy. Yes, yes uh, awkward boners. But I also like that he used the same placement when he would walk with his book in front of him and also uh, point it upward so he'd have a little Towards bit of a belly uh, button. tuck his shirt in, have a little cock mark right peeking up <laughs> above the buckle. <laughs> It's a nice, it's a nice look. There's an image for everybody. That's right, but yeah. So, with that said, boners, awkward let's, let's boners, baby, awkward boners, inappropriate work boners in the workplace. Um, I think you said it, and you stand for. I think you took a big stand that said, "I don't, you don't think it's appropriate that anybody should see somebody else's penis in the, in the workplace." I think you yeah. said that. <laughs> I was took quoting somebody else. I, I, I unfortunately don't remember who it was, but. Uh, Great quote. It, it puts the whole sexual harassment thing in, in, in play when you're trying to decide, you know, what's going on right in the world today. That's right. But go ahead. Uh, well, of course, you know, you've heard about Matt Lauer. He's our next guy on the chopping block of, uh, I don't know, he, workplace <laughs> sexual Workplace deviance. voters. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, when this came out, I, I heard this from the other room that morning. <gasps> Because my my wife oh my watches God. the Today Show every yeah. damn day and has been in love with this man. I'm like, I go, ah, doesn't uh, surprise well, me. Good morning, America. So hopefully this doesn't happen to Robin Roberts. What, but, didn't uh, that one guy already be taken down? Uh, oh, wasn't um, the co-host? Wasn't he? He was a a, a Rose or? Oh, he wasn't on that. On, uh, he wasn't. Was he that wasn't on, on, that was on CBS? He was CBS. Yeah, that was CBS. Okay, continue. PBS. Charlie Rose was actually on CBS, though. PBS. CBS! I'm pretty sure his PBS... He was on PBS, and then he was on CBS for their morning show for the last couple years. I know my morning shows because I was unemployed for a big amount of time. (laughs) You know what? Valid point. You're the expert. Okay, continue. Uh, You want to quiz me about game shows? Did you see some of these details, though? He had, like, his own little, like, sex lock. He could, like... Lock the door from his desk remotely and just, uh, you know, take his penis out and then, like, uh, admonish uh, um, an underling for not uh, performing oral sex. Oh, my Lord. It's, uh, well, I got to jump in here. You know, like you said, the first thing you talked about, he, so basically, Matt had uh, embassy pay for a penis panic room. Yes. Essentially, you, you hit a button and everything locks. There's probably like the uh, the steel, like the James Bond movies that just go and nobody can get out. Yeah, he must have got had a visit at Neverland Ranch and Michael Jackson showed him it. So he's like, I got to get one of these. And hey, can you can you introduce me to your guy? Your guy? You got a panic room sex guy? Is there some kind of like sex alarm that can go off when someone's approaching my door? Yeah, this is called the Culkin 2000. Oh boy! <laughs> Inappropriate. Webster. Yes, Webster. <laughs> That's right. Though, what you talking about, Willis? Oh wait, different small, small, small child. Uh, different, different uh, undergrown, uh, <laughs> under uh, black foot, child on a four foot uh, uh, awkward sitcom from the 80s. Uh, All right, come on, let's go. What, what else you want to talk about for, for Matt? I mean, he is. Yeah, I heard that that Matt's lawyer or something is trying to get him a thirty million payout, and I think he gets twenty five million a year. What are your 20, thoughts on that? Twenty five million. I would do that job for a million a year and not sexually harass anybody. So I, <laughs> I could save their ass all across the board. I, I'd even shave my head to look like this weird balding, but not 
bald not bald guy. Yeah, I know. Like, what is just that? Just do the anyway? whole thing. I don't know. Like, now he's finally bald. It looks it's, like yeah. a penis. His head does. <laughs> That's what it is. He is. Maybe he's. Maybe he wasn't whipping out his penis. People just got a glance of him, like ah. No, he was just all of a sudden his his shoulders became very stiff, and he just <laughs> he just leaned forward. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I'm about to be assaulted. Uh, uh, Matt Lauer <laughs> just showed me his penis. <laughs> he's right there, fully clothed. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just. His penis is wearing a tie. Oh, but like, my Lord. They, but, yeah, I think that um, – but just to jump in here, we are not making light of the actual people being ass- assaulted at all. We are making light of the fact that this no, is so absurd. Just make sure anybody listening out there. If, if anything, the, the shit that's coming out – because he's kind of owned it a little bit. This is the it, – it's more appalling that it took this long. I mean, because it's clearly is, is a pattern. You don't. And people, people know. Like the day yes. after, like like nine thousand people came out. Oh yeah, this guy's been doing it for for twenty years. What was, did you have like a statement or anything you wanted to read or? Oh yeah, his? yeah. Um, well, I'll just kind of I touched on it at the end uh, of his. Uh, he he had a, a, a whatever uh, a soul searching oh. statement on the matter. Um, the ending is what grabbed me. If I can just share that with the listeners. Sure. Uh, the last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. I am blessed to be surrounded by people I love. Thank them for their patience and grace and tube tops. <laughs> Are you sure it says tube tops? That's what I got. <laughs> Do you think tube tops are appropriate? I've never seen a tube top on today's show. I don't think so. No, these are off-camera people. A lot- oh, okay. These are, these are, these are the camera men. Uh, yeah. oh, camera woman. All right, all right. Well, you Anyways. know, I think we touched on a little bit, but it ties into the whole thing with Gene. You know, we're now starting to realize the the Fox News ban is ridiculous as 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 them being the ones banning them sounds. It's real. Uh, <laughs> can I can I jump in real quick before we get into that about Gene? Yeah. It just a. Uh, uh, did you see the thing about Black Friday? How if you bought his two thousand dollar vault, what you also got? Yeah, yeah, a personal phone call. So can you call me as Gene Simmons real quick? Just, <laughs> just, just call me. I want to take that call. I've just bought that thing for two thousand dollars, and just, 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 uh, I'm going to answer my phone, and, and you, you be Gene Simmons. You ready? Okay. Ring, okay. ring, ring. <laughs> Hello. This is Gene Simmons of Kiss. Give me my two thousand dollars back, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think that conversation would go. Yeah, something like that. It would. Uh, I don't think you'd be I, getting your money. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. Like you will get a call. What are you going to call about? What, and how is he going to control that conversation? I mean, he just in case calls. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I gotta go. Bye. Thanks what for money. What are the odds are that he's eating something while he's talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him just going to. Just, he's that rock and bruise you hear like someone like he's like one one second I'll take a large tea and uh. anyway so let's go let's let's go on to your your uh, discussion about how these things are falling on Gene and, and well yeah and actually three sides stars. of the coin got into it a little bit uh, and uh, we have Michael Brandvold here uh, Ooh. let's uh, let him kind of share his thoughts on this so as, as most of us have heard there uh, mm-hmm. well Gene was. Uh, you know, there's been some pretty serious accusations leveled against Gene. Yep, yep. And, um, well, Gene was at Fox News uh, to uh, promoting his new book. On power. And what a lot of people don't understand is that there are mm. people that you don't see working there that they're not actually on camera. Oh. 
Yeah. And reportedly, Gene acted in an inappropriate and offensive <sighs> way to these ladies. Sad. And as a Kiss fan, it's, well, it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Because I've looked yeah. up to this man. Right, right. To hear these stories of him treating women in such a, let's just call it lewd manner. Michael, oh Michael, would you like a Gene Simmons vault? What is it about all these women coming out with these unfounded accusations all of a sudden? It's like, out of nowhere, suddenly, everybody is a sexist pig. And now Gene Simmons at Fox News? And I'm supposed to believe that you don't have some agenda? It just seems a little odd to me. A lot of people don't understand is that there are people who actually deal with these things. There's no way that Gene even talked to any of these women. We're just going to kind of dial Mike down. We'll check back with him in a little bit. Maybe he'll uh, he'll wrap that up in the meantime. <laughs> Let There Be Rock is one of my favorite ACDC songs today. Uh, sure. I, a title track, too. Uh, I'm a big fan of title tracks for bands like ACDC. How many of the records have title tracks, Luis? Do you have that stat? In Man, front of you? that that is a good one. I was, I'm going to say at least half off the, off the top, or maybe probably 75%, actually. Let me just kind of think about it. Do, do you mind if we just run down just kind of a little bit? Yeah, why don't we, uh, why don't we buy uh, the, after we come back? We'll, we'll, we'll let the listeners think about it, and we'll have the answer right after this. Let there be rock.
There's a part in that song that's so raw and perfectly recorded where there's that break right before the solo, I think, or maybe it's in the middle of the solo, where it just hears that like the feedback oh, yeah. and then it just goes where is that is that the beginning or just in the middle of the solo I think it's right after the guitar the first solo, solo. yeah because I think there's three guitar solos in that song <laughs> yeah that song is heavy on, on music without a lot of changes it, it's weird how well that, that flows pure rock and roll and that kind of goes into how I, I picked some of mine was I kind of went with the riffs for the Malcolm Young part because well oh, there's nothing really right out on. there about about ACDC as far as facts, pretty much. I mean, they're, they're like one of the biggest rock groups of all time, but you really don't know anything about them, right? As far as personalities, anything like that, except that they do meth. They do. They, they, <laughs> not they, a lot uh, of, not a lot of imagery, but, it, but just enough. Yeah. Just enough. You know, they, they, they haven't um, bought new jeans since 1981. I mean, that picture of black eyes with a band there is like a, yeah. like a t-shirt. I mean, they're just the most, they look like they could get right off the factory line. Um, and they're, that's part of their, their charm, is but you just really don't know anything about them. So I'm assuming, like we said, we don't have facts that, that Malcolm wrote a lot of these riffs. Can we at least go with that? It, isn't it widely accepted? I don't think anybody's disputed it. I mean, right. he's listed as a songwriter in every song with Angus and whoever the singer is. Yeah. So, But, but with that said, uh, you had a question we are talking offline about how many like – you, Let There Be Rock is a title track. So how many how – many sp- I guess albums are named after a, t- a track uh, on the. How album. many of their albums have a title track? Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. What's the and final I think, score loose? Well, I'm just going to kind of go go back. I can kind of go backwards just in my head right now. I don't even have it in front of me, but Rocker Bust is obviously one. Black Ice. Um, before that was Stiff Upper Lip. Then we go Razor's Edge, a Ball Breaker. That, uh, that we're all 100 on these so far. Razor's Edge and has one. Yeah, Razor's Edge blow up. There's yeah, a song the songs, called Razor's Edge. Yeah, it's track four. It's okay. probably one of the best songs on there. I know okay. you're not a fan of that album, really. The um, the, the well, blow up your video is not a title track, but it is a lyric in uh, "That's the Way I Want to Rock and Roll." Yeah, I think. But that doesn't count. Nope, fly on the uh, fly on the wall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, flick the switch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Let there be rock. Obviously, back in black. So High about hell. to rock. Was about to rock. Power Rage. Power Rage is not. There's That's one. Two. What, what was the second one? Blow up your video. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that one and High Voltage. Dirty Deeds. TNT. Dirty, TNT. That's it. That's jailbreak. That's it. There's only. Yeah. yeah, two. Wow. Okay. What a bunch of uncreative bastards. Balls, title <laughs> tracks, and rock. I know. Unreal. Uh. So. Yeah, what do you want to talk about next? Do you have anything else in the news? You want me to go on one of my personal tragedies? What do you want? Let's uh, let's check in with Brandvold real quick. I mean, Christine 16? Hello, people. It's not like... Okay, then. All right. If I was Angus Young, I'd have some kind of counter that shows, like, every time I make another penny or a dollar, just... Ting, ting. <laughs> and a little off topic, but that's what I would do if I was him. He, he should he should wear a Fitbit during a show and just see how how, how much he lost during the show. That's pretty impressive. He loses age. fifty pounds every show. I, I think so. <laughs> fifty pounds is a fact. I heard some kind <laughs> just, of ridiculous thing like twenty pounds. I'm like, so how does does he gain twenty pounds by the next show? Because yeah. the guy weighs hundred pounds. He's only got five shows before he's nothing. He's not like Michael Phelps, where Michael Phelps eats like 10,000 calories a day or something like that. He's got to restock the Angus. Give me a break. But, okay, yeah, so let's go into... The Mike Phelps is that uh, he also uh, uh, sticks his dick in uh, the fish mouth. <laughs> I was 
what are you talking about? Oh, he had he's had he's had acquisition. He's like the Aquaman. You get Aquaman's yeah. getting assault charges too. And he eats a subway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> terrible. Oh, that is true. He's associating with Jared. It is awful. The world is an awful, terrible, yes, yes, terrible place. Listen to more. Every, every once in a while, when when I think I'm a bad person, sometimes I, I realize that I'm actually a very good person. So, all right. Next up, I am going to do. You can make arguments that the most famous tracks by ACDC, the ones we all know, it's all about the riff, right? I mean, come on. You, you can't. You, you can put an argument there, and, and so we could just play all of those. I'm going to play one that, that uh, as I was going through this, I was like, man, off an album that has nothing but great songs, um, this one is a standout, and it's the first time they got together with Mutt Lang, and it is the track that, oddly, I never understood how they had a live album called this before right on. Highway to Hell. With, yeah. And that's uh, if you if you want blood, you've got it.
Was there any time also that you're kind of like, I remember when some kid had uh, a Highway to Hell t-shirt and it had the little double horns and the tail from, from Angus on the uh, the cover or whatever. I mean, did, they, did that devil imagery ever kind of, like, I, it's so cartoonish now, but when you were a kid, I thought, oh, I was yeah, like, what it was much, much more serious as a, as a An- child. Anti, anti, Antichrist, devil child, and my parents were like, ACDC means you're gay or bisexual, I mean. Well, that one actually, you know. there is some history to it. Uh, stuff like the Antichrist devil child or the things that people would find as a back backwards message like uh, Stairway to Heaven has that My Sweet Satan. I'm like, sure. these aren't really the kind of things that you would, hey, what should we call our band? Antichrist devil's child. And we'll say, you know, it's like, nah, it's more like the the term. It's more believable even for me when I was young that ACDC was the, the name they picked. And someone tagged that onto it, like sure. Knights and Satan Service was kind of silly. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't roll off the tongue like you know, Lutheran Church. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, LC, LC, Lutheran Church. But I believed, you know, there was some dark darkness to a lot of that music that uh, now it does, sure. like you said, it seems cartoony, uh, and it's kind of you know, you know, coincidentally been kind of the downfall of, of the greatness of rock in, in many ways is that it's not scary anymore. Manson was probably the last guy that actually scared people. Yep. But so uh, what, what, what do you want to talk about next? Well, I got two Grammy questions for you. Sure. Hit it. Um, out of the best new artist category, whose career are you rooting for to come for to an end by them winning the Grammy? I've, Go ahead. Uh, you've heard of any of these people? Alisa Cara? Nope. Khalid? Ooh, Who? That, we, got a, we have sounds... a little, we have a little, Lil Uzi Vert. You're kidding me. Is that like the son of Lil Wayne? I don't know. Lil Keep Wayne, going. fuck Lil Kim, and they got Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, <laughs> That's a hell of a family. <laughs> yeah, Julia Michaels and SZA. Um, all I can is say it... is that I, I, can, I guarantee uh, I won't like any of them, and you know the, you know the whole history with Best New Artist that you know, like yeah. Millie Vanilli won it and Alana Miles. Basically, it's a career killer. Right. So who you got oh. in um, the best Roots gospel album? Oh, e- easily a sister Rosetta Thorpe. Okay, yeah. Uh, she didn't make the and, list this and, year. And but, uh, uh, Link Ray and um, <laughs> I think, uh, uh, I don't know. I can't yeah. think of some funny names right now. Okay, let's move on. What do you got? Some well, I can just kind of, yeah, some tragedy. So let me let me tell you a little fantasy that, that, that you know, we've been in Colorado for a year and a half. So... What kind of uh, fantasy do you think a a, a mom would have uh, of of going to you know someplace just hot and steamy to a winter wonderland around Christmas time? What's a theme? What's something she would want her kids to, to experience maybe mm. in the mountains? Well, until you said kids, I was going sex uh, acts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. I was, I was setting you up for that. Um, well, it could be sex with the kids in another room and they don't know. It's like dangerous. <laughs> what does that have to do with being in Colorado, though? You know, that, that would, that Rocky would have to Mountain be on Air, a, on a mountain. High. <laughs> no. One of the themes is, is like, because she's never been around snow, was let's go into the mountain and go cut down a tree and take it back. <laughs> and that will be our, 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 our Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Many years ago, four years ago, we bought what we thought was a spectacular deal, and that is something I never thought I'd really have, which was a, a used Mercedes. It was only four years old. It had 26,000 miles. We got it for 19,000. It was in perfect shape, impeccable, and I was like, this is this is, makes sense. We can get this. It's it's almost under warranty, not by the, the year, but by the mileage. It goes, how could this go wrong? How, Baco? How could this go wrong? So up to this point... We have had everything go wrong with this car. The computer board went down. The uh, the things that balance the tires Wind in the back. Windshield wipers. Like... <laughs> no, it wasn't that. There's been there's been probably ten thousand dollars put into this car okay. over this time. And last month, last month was the final payment. I paid off the man. No more monthly payment for this thing. Everything's going to be fine after like the whole exhaust system being fixed. So this is the car <laughs> we picked to go on the mountains, by the way, okay, to get this fucking tree. Well, it's big. So you we, need it. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, you got it big. And, um, but but we don't have anything. We don't have the thing on the top to put the tree on there. So I've all said we're going to get the Charlie Brown tree. We'll cut this fucker down for the kids so they can be thrilled with it. We shove it in the back, and I'm sucking out pine needles for the next, uh, you know, two days. Take it back. But you want this? That's fine. So we drive all the way up to Copper Mountain, Okay. You got this? I'm listening. Drive all the way up to Copper Mountain. We go cut down the tree. We put the tree in the car. We then start going down the mountain, and there's a problem, and that is the car will not get out of first gear. You got it? Yeah, I've actually uh, driven cars with that exact problem. Okay, well, the great thing about being on a mountain, though, with a like 5% slope going down is the fact that you have to go in neutral. So I was going down neutral. I got a question, neutral. though. Like, where what? You, you just like... Voyaging off to wherever you feel like and just cutting a tree down out of the wilderness. <laughs> are, you, are you going to an actual tree farm that allows you to do this? No, I just go to, to normal people's homes and resorts and start cutting down trees. No, there's a there's a silly thing. Last year we did it for the first time. You actually have to go get a permit from some forestry office, which is just a way for them to make ten bucks. Okay. But then you go into this. The, everything in Colorado basically is a national forest. Um, and these are not like amazing trees. They're like pretty shitty trees. But anyway, yeah, so you just you go into this one area that's near Copper Mountain, you just cut down a goddamn tree and you throw it in the back of your car. But um, it's the whole experience of it. But here so here's how it ends up. I'll just get to this. We break down after going down in neutral for like an hour off the top of this mountain into this town called Frisco, have to end up getting getting a hotel, getting the car flat flat uh flat bedded like 90 miles away or whatever it is back back to where that's going to be you know it's going to how far did you go well 90 miles at least in short we had to stay overnight we had to have a buddy of ours pick us pick us up all the way out there and uber was 170 dollars <laughs> we're going to oh take God. that home oh and you know i know this thing is going to be expensive as hell yeah the uh get home and it was at the dealership for five days. Cost me twelve hundred dollars. It was the speed sensor thing that they had. They had. But the thing is, the guys are there. They're like, "What do you want me to do with this, this tree <laughs> in, the, in the backyard?" And they're like, "So the tree." And the whole time, my, my wife's like, "How can you get the tree back?" I'm like, "Throw the tree in the fucking dumpster. I don't care. The tree's dead. The whole tree dead, and it smells like one of those the, the most potent. My car still smells like you know those little things you hang in the the." Uh, yeah. 
the rearview mirror. That's what it sounds like. It smells very festive. And it's dead, and that's the end of it. So $1,200, dead tree. That was my weekend. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to segue out of that. So, again, we'll just go back to the, <laughs> the Cobras and Fire Hard left. Uh, back to the ACDC. And my third song of uh, my third favorite ACDC song today is on the same album you just picked. You want to take a crack at which one I'm going to whip out here? It's off the it's off of Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, man, there's so many good ones. I, great I'm, let me let me let me let me pick. Uh, if guess. I was going to pick one, and I don't think it's the greatest riff, but I think it's an amazing song. No, no, what am I picking? Not, you oh, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying in general, like like Night Prowler is incredible. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I love the. Uh, we Whole might record. end this show with with uh, Nanu Nanu. Just pick. I mean, I, you can throw a dart and pretty much pick pick a gem on that album. Touch too much.
She wanted it hard. She wanted it fast. She liked it done medium rare. Genius lyrics. Indeed. Bon, no, Bon Scott was a good Absolutely. Lyricist. Drink. Drink. Coffee. It's in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So what are we talk about a couple? And, and by the way, this is all respect to Malcolm Young. We just don't have anything to say about the guy. There's nothing really to yeah, talk I mean, about with them. I, I've never He's dug great... into their, their band history like I would with, you know, Kiss or even like <laughs> bands like Led Zeppelin or the Misfits. And yeah, there's been a there's just not a band I know a lot about. They're not a personality band. That's that's what it yeah, is. It's fair just all yeah, all about it's all about the rock, and that's it. But but I will, will say, and I, I'm glad to their that we, credit. Yeah, that we talked about this because I almost forgot. Do you own all of ACDC's albums? All sure. At albums? least in like a digital format. I don't know physical, but yeah, I have. I went and bought. And by the way, still, if you're going to buy the physical albums, the reissues that came out like a decade ago that they did were really good. Like, yeah, I have a few of them. Tons yep. of tons of uh, good liner notes and things like that. I own. Oh, I don't have I own, the new one. Sorry, I haven't even heard. Oh, it. okay. Well, I had what? The, oh, the new album. The, the most what? recent one, Rock Balls. There, bust there's or? rock. It's it is horrible, okay. terrible. Thirty five minutes of junk. There's not a single thing that's memorable on it at all. It okay. makes Black Eyes seem like black and back in black. I didn't mind Black but, Eyes. Um, it was okay. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's how much better that album is. Um, but going with this. I own Bonfire. I own that that box set. I have okay. at least a couple of their DVDs. I am I am pretty much have everything that they've ever. I know I have everything they've had, but I've never seen them live. Is my point? Ever. Oh, you know what? Me either. That's it's, it's kind of it's like it's gotten to the point now where it's like shit. How is it that I never once went to an ACDC concert? Same with me. I mean, like they're a band that. Well, part of it I think is they never play fests, except it's like an unless it's like in, in Europe. Europe they do, but not here. Right, but they, but they never they're never like the headliner at a any type of fest in the United States or ever have been. I don't think at least since because I would have seen them. The time I would probably would have seen them the most would be right around the early '90s, like Razor's Edge. They yeah. fell off for me on Ballbreaker, and then didn't really care for Stiff Upper Lips. So there's a lot of things where they kept putting out shitty albums. I think that I just kind of didn't want to do it. But I think a part of it was was the cost was um, so huge. Maybe not then. But what what would be the reason you didn't see them? You know, a little bit has to do with just interest. I I don't know. I don't doubt that I would love an ACDC show. I've seen some uh, some Blu-rays of theirs, uh, and they they sound amazing and and they're fun concerts. But I don't know. They weren't never they were never my band. It, it even took me a while to accept how great they are. You know, I I almost had this weird competition of them against Kiss, which makes no sense now. But, you know, it was kind of like I liked songs, but I wouldn't really allow myself to really be ACDC guy. But, you know, by by college age, I was into it, you know. Um, so I had plenty of opportunities to go with friends, and I just passed for money. Timing is probably the biggest, the, the shortest answer there, I suppose. Yeah, uh, part of it was, was me as if I was always a Bond Scott guy, and I never, never really liked the Brian yeah, Johnson versus live. Uh, I like Brian he- Johnson, though. Yeah, but but I'm what I'm saying is that that when I would hear the live versions, they usually play about half and half versus the yeah, eras or pretty good mix. or 70, 75, 25 or whatever. And I never really liked the way that he did his songs too. But but that's it is it is an oddity though. There's no other band that I have none that I have all their their stuff. Even if it's like three or four albums yeah, that I own shit. that I have, I've, I've probably seen any band. That I actually enjoy live, you know, especially one of this. Caliber. I have every album by Vamp, and I've never seen them live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, okay. I you have every Badlands record and I've never seen them live. I have every Vinnie Vincent Invasion record, never seen them live. <laughs> it is true, though. It's a, uh, not it's really your that, point because you know, I'm obviously right. joking with bands that had one or two records, but sure. But I mean, I just pulled up Wikipedia, and and here is the current ACDC lineup since Malcolm is gone. Uh, Stevie, Stevie Young, which is a cousin or a brother or yeah, nephew of, of uh, Malcolm, nephew of whatever, and then it also Axl Rose, Angus, obviously, and then Cliff Williams, which was the drummer on the last tour, and I think Razor's Edge, but not. You know, it is bizarre. I mean, what is that? It is, do you think they're going to keep going? I think they are. I, think I got a weird feeling going. they are too. I don't. On a, that whole money counter thing is would be enough incentive for me at at Angus's age to Angus's age to give it up. But you know what? It's not like he tours in a van. You know, it it, it might be just a shit ton of fun for him. I, uh, but I'm starting to hear like inklings of like him kind of not being the greatest guy. Uh, well, I don't think he is a very good. I mean, his yeah. I mean, he does very rare interviews. He mumbles through them. That's another thing you didn't know anything about him. But then, and also, we should say not to to forget is also is George Young, of the uh, you know the family that did, that did the majority of their album recordings. He died too this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that basically, there is only him and maybe Stevie left I don't know anyway so it's it's just interesting he's like the last man holding the flag he's the only original member left one wow but uh bizarre anyway what uh let's talk about some current events I just wanted to at least clarify because I thought of that that we'd never seen live which is just an oddity um I have some shame I need to share if that's okay please please we love um, shame I there is a new 30 seconds to Mars song out and um I like it is that the one with uh, the actor? Yeah, Jarrett Leto. God, I hate that. That's <laughs> the second you've had. Can you think of a douchier lead singer than that oh guy? Oh, my God. There is nothing redeeming about him. Uh, yeah, I just I, – he's – he, he – look, I don't know him personally, and, I, and I'm probably judging him unfairly because I don't pay that much attention, but fuck him. Fuck his dumb career. He's, he's like the – he's the male Beyonce. Uh, apparently that's my my thing now is to compare people to a that, female. That's a that's a Rotten Tomatoes guy though because I am told I am insisted upon that he is a good actor. Yeah, I don't think he is. I, I think I don't think he's bad. I just don't think that when I see him do something, I go, "My God, Brava, Brava, <laughs> Joker!" Oh God! Yeah. No, and I by the I way, mean, but- anybody now, I wouldn't mind if the Oscars lightened up a bit, but they're not going to. Um, can people stop talking about superhero movies, which, by the way, are the most carbon copy, cookie cutter garbage that the, they put out there? Stop talking about, like, maybe this is the one where they get an Oscar. No, no. Wonder Woman's not fucking winning Best Picture. No. All this, I stopped watching superhero movies about five years ago. Uh, I Iron just, Man so, so 2 like, is the last one I liked. Yeah, I liked Iron Man 3, actually. That was actually the last one. I own it and haven't watched it. I've had it for like four years. (laughs) What, Iron Man 3? Yeah. That one actually, it's it's, it's written and I think directed by, at least written by the guy that did all the Lethal Weapon movies and and stuff. So it's actually more of a crime movie than uh, (laughs) not. Huh? You're not selling it. Uh, I, am I selling it or you don't no, like it? No, you're not weapon? selling it very good. Lethal Weapon. Ooh, there, boy, that's a movie franchise that just got bad. Oh, my. Are you fucking kidding me? First oh, one that, is the amazing. The first one was great. First one is that's, great. What, that's all I'm saying. That's the guy that wrote that one. Okay, okay but, Jesus. But two, three, and four, and five are... <laughs> well, yeah, that's a declining, it's a declining scale. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's not like the Indiana Jones trilogy, uh, you know, uh, series. It got where, better every time. Where it's all bad. This is the thing about Jared Leto. Does not he seem exactly like somebody that would be chosen as the winner for The Voice? Yes. Or like American Idol. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, you yeah. know what? You know what he looks anything, like. If there was, if there he was, if there like was an the acting, guy that 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 the one of our friends would say, you should really start watching The Voice this year. They have a rocker guy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, it's, just, he also, it's just the guy they, with an acoustic guitar and long hair. To them, that's what I like. <laughs> if 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 there was a show that was like The Voice, like someone was called like the actor, he would win the actor. Yeah. You know, just this whole this whole competition of acting. Yes, Jared Leto, number one. Oh, uh, anyway, do you like any else? thirty seconds to Mars? You checked him out at all? I've never. Just tell me the name of the song. We'll the, play a little clip of it right now. Okay, it's called Walk on Water. Let's pan up Michael one last time. I mean, look at him. He's got the long tongue that he's always wagging around. He's got the sex tape that's been out there. This is nothing new, people. Oh, A lot really? of people act like, oh, this Still? is, oh, what's the, he's the worst. I guess integrity in is just something you, you either have or you don't. Anyway, let's move on. I want to introduce a segment I'd like to call Things Eric Miller Posted on Facebook This Week. Ooh, quick description uh, of Eric Miller. Who is he? Well, he's the host of Pods and Sods, co-host, and along with Craig Miller, uh, all, mm-hmm. and who are both uh, reasonable, reasonably attractive men for their age. I, I agree, and also he has guested on our Living Color episode, and may, uh, and I'm surprised if he actually does like you after your performance on that episode. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> Continue. But anyway, he, he posts a lot of uh, stuff. He's very active politically, things of that nature. But he also tends to just kind of share random thoughts from time to time. And that would be something that I would feature. Would you like to hear my selection for this uh, um, introduction of what Eric Miller said on Facebook? Yeah, so this is kind of like deep thoughts with Eric Miller, something like that, or yes. just comments? Yeah. Okay, something go like, ahead. Go ahead. To that. go ahead, Baco. <clears throat> you know your Netflix will has run dry when you're considering Frasier reruns. <laughs> we're gonna do, we're, we should do it for the little wah, wah, or something yeah, like that. Something in there. Okay. I, you know, for some reason, this just grabbed me because it was just like, Frasier is your go-to example of bad television. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix. Maybe you don't like Frasier, but this is the this is this is how you know the well's dry. Is that it, Baco? This is it. I thought this was things that Eric Miller said, not thing. Well, next episode I'll have another thing, and then then we'll have things. I don't know. I was expecting a lot more things. <laughs> you were expecting more than Frasier. 
<laughs> I was expecting more than Fraser. Lilith! That's it? Uh, that's it. Uh, what do you got? All right. Well, that's that's the that's that's the preview of the next segment of things we're going to try to do consecu- consecutively on the show, which yeah. will not happen. Guarantee we'll forget it when we do it. You know, just like we we try to do the Cobras on fire and completely <laughs> bypass that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Hey, but, uh, uh, I should say this, and I'm going to just squeeze it in here if you don't mind. Uh, yep. When I was doing the 100th episode editing, Adam Cox actually lined up a, uh, a little uh, snippet of Michael Caine, the famous English actor, uh, congratulating us on 100 years. And I actually had it prepped and sitting on the, on the desktop. So uh, Adam went to a lot of work to get this done. I feel we should throw it in there. Is it okay if I just do a hard snip and drop it in here? Hello. Morning. Is Michael Caine, and I'm coming to you from the set of this latest pile of doggy do called Jaws 4. Marvellous. I'll get my Oscar for that. And I'm just here to say congratulations to those filthy scumbags, Cobras and Fire. Cobras and Fire, what's that about then? Congratulations, boys. You got to 100 episodes. Very tasty. All right, boys. Well, see you soon. Take care. I'm off to fight Rebel Shark called Bruce. Hats off to Adam Cox up uh, for lining uh, a big star like uh, Michael Caine up. Yeah, Paco, so let's, let's wind this down. Let's, uh, I got one last pick and everything, and I have a lot of, like, Runners up that I want to mention too, but you know this is our last episode. Of got we're doing three songs, so you come with fifty. You're <laughs> you're the Gene Simmons, and I'm Paul. I come in That's with right, just yeah. the right amount of quality material, and you just have a smorgasbord of crap that you're trying to filter through. You don't like that? You're sad now. <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm not going to go through my runner up runners up. What was your first ACDC album though? Uh, did you actually physically you know, go out, spend your was, own money? It was either Let There Be Rock or I think it, actually I think it was Dirty Deeds. First album that I had was Blow Up Your Video. Not a great album, but but that was my first. And I think we, we talked about it offline a little bit. You said that now when ACDC is trying to make albums, they can't be like the ACDC of 1980. Isn't that right. kind of what you they, said? They, they, they keep trying. You know, they, they, they can't write you know, back in black again. It, it, it'll never be like that. So... I'm not sure what the answer is to make them great. Like I, I thought, Black Ice was okay. Yeah, but but with that said, I don't think that they were the ACDC of 1980 by 1981. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the follow-up for Back in Black. You want to talk about declining returns? You see a Highway to Hell. You can say that no Highway shit. to Hell is better. No shit. That, but for those about to rock, we salute you. Yeah. Kids, go back to that album. I remember I finally bought it because that's one of my favorite songs by them. You could just, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, great, great final song of the night and everything like that but that album beside, after that song is done playing is there any song you like on that album uh no I've never been a big fan of that song to be honest with you it's okay 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 but either way that song is it just is the turd. best song on there if I can recall but I really don't remember the record that well easily they have um and then right after that they fire Mutt Lang um they do Flick of the Switch Fly in the Wall 
And then that was a blow up your video. I mean, talk about like a what are they? I'm just saying, like for a band that had one of the big has one of the biggest selling albums of all time, for that decline in both quality and popularity, they basically vanished kind of for. Well, they had a big comeback with the Iron Man soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was it wasn't until Razor's Edge where they started getting their steam back. Oh yeah, that album's fucking dog shit. I don't think it's dog shit. It hasn't aged that well. I really liked it when it came out. I can't believe you were somebody that does not like Thunderstruck though. Oh god, yeah, I love the riff. Did you never? Yeah. Yeah. There's no. It was more the melodies, the lyrics, and and uh, Brian Johnson's uh, um, uh, morphing into Donald Duck that kind of got me away from ACDC <laughs> through the '80s into the early '90s. But it does. He, Brian John has always he's always been polite. The lyric "Can I come and you please?" Yes, is uh, is, is very polite in that yes. that, that song. That's why say. he's not getting any of these allegations of treating no. people wrong. You know, he's like, "Is it okay asks, if I come inside you?" Yeah, he's very polite. Always wears a nice hat. He's he's, he's a good man. So all right, so let's you want you want to be done with this? Let me. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurry and get get out get you out of here so you can get back to Applebee's. Okay. Okay. Get get your get your drink on. So. We are going to – one of them that I had as a contender was Down Payment Blues because that is my favorite Angus Young solo. But that's really not about the riff as much as the solos yeah. on that. So that one's on there. Jailbreak was was Ooh, on my – That was a close contender my, on my list. Yeah, okay, great. But from the riff to the song, like the whole – and he almost made it out, and he made it out. With the bullet in his back. Just however that's done. That yeah. is just – I can't believe that was one of the first songs they recorded too. I know. You know what I mean? From – Perfect storytelling. Um, that could have been a story song. And But I am going to finish this with uh, one of the first songs I ever heard um, by them was off the Who Made Who soundtrack and Undeniable Riff, and that is Shake Your Foundations. Nice. Rock's not dead. It's passed out under a table at Applebee's. <laughs> and the sampler platter just arrived. <laughs>
Check Applebee's.com to see a location near you. You ever seen the back of the Creatures of the Night non-makeup cover where it's a girl's butt? Yes. Do you want to talk about, speculate on a little bit uh, that might be Paul's ass? <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. 